Hi, and welcome to Season 2 of the LJPC Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Cunningham. This is a podcast about the amazing people who attend La Jolla Presbyterian Church in La Jolla, California. I have two of those amazing people in the studio today, Tommy and Emily Gibbs. Hi, guys. Hey. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. So we want to get to know you guys better, so I want you to take turns and just share a little about who you are, where you're from, you know, where you grew up, a little about your family, your kids, whatever you guys want to talk about. Perfect. I'll let you start in. Yeah. I'm Emily Gibbs, and we have two daughters together, one and a half and four, and Tommy and I actually met at Baylor University in Texas, which is where I was born in Texas, mm-hmm. um, but I actually grew up in Connecticut, so I'm kind of slowly traveled across the country to my final destination, I guess, if you <laughs> so will. So you grew up in yeah. Connecticut. Yeah. Start from the beginning, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I totally went backwards. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. Yeah. So I was born in Houston, okay, um, born but in Houston. We, we bounced around a little bit as my family um, kind of moved to Florida and um And then we ended up in Connecticut. I ended up doing two and a half years in Brazil as well. Military? Uh, No, just my dad switched jobs a couple times. And so we moved around a bunch and it was, it was definitely fun in my younger years. And, but Connecticut was where I guess I mostly grew up from elementary school all the way through high school and then decided I wanted to come to Texas to um, be closer to family. So then I chose to go to Baylor University in Waco, Texas. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to be, you know, about three hours outside of Houston and get to go home to see some extended family. Um, And then my parents ended up moving to Texas. And that's where everyone is now. So I still... All my family is in Texas now. And in what part of the Houston area? um, Near West University. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But that is near... Houston? That's in Houston. Oh, that's mm-hmm. in Houston. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Near yeah. Rice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I've lived two places, San Diego uh, and Waco, Texas. There you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I grew up um, right here in La Jolla and Pacific Beach and then um, decided that uh, for college I wanted to get out of town and go somewhere different. And Waco is probably as different as you can possibly mm-hmm. be, um, but loved it. It was an amazing four years. And then uh, when I graduated, moved back home. The day after, Emily actually drove out, drove home with me. I uh, couldn't, couldn't shake her, couldn't get rid of her at that point. <laughs> so true. This uh, was not a discussion for me to move out. He was kind of like, I'm going to move home to San Diego. And I was like, cool, San Diego sounds really fun. <laughs> there are beaches. That's exactly how it went. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to go test that water out right there. And luckily it worked out. And she came and she called yeah. it. She was looking for a job and she yeah. came and stayed at my mom's house. And my mom has three boys, so for her, it was like heaven the first time she'd had right, a girl in her house. Right. Emily was supposed to be here for like a week or two to look for a job, and I think it was like a month. And when they were like getting their nails done and going shopping, I'm like, oh, this is uh, – she's not going anywhere anytime <laughs> I love soon. It. I love it. So, uh, so yeah, after, like I said, after graduation, came back home, and um, I work in commercial real estate, and Emily's in the PR business as well as being a, a full-time mom. Mm-hmm. And you have two brothers. I do. I have two little brothers, Ronnie and Andy. Um, 
my family has grown up here at Loyola Press and, and been here forever. Ronnie um, Ronnie works here. He's on the uh, custodial staff, and then uh, Andy lives up in Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention my mother, Julie Gibbs, um, <laughs> who a lot Julie of people Gibbs. know here at uh, at La Jolla Press. Yeah, lucky to have her as a mom, and uh, and her to you know introduce me to this church and and make this place kind of home for me. Yeah, I always joke that I kind of came into this famous family at the church, and right. just everyone knew me before I knew who they were because everyone knows the Gibbs family. Right, yeah. definitely. And you have siblings. Yeah. I have an older sister. She's four years older, and she has three kids. Mm-hmm. And then I have a younger brother who's just a year younger than I am, and he has no kids, but he's in D.C. So, And is your sister in Texas? And my sister's in Denver. Oh, so. she's in Denver. Yeah, okay. all over. All over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have some traveling that That's you have to true. do. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so how did you guys meet? We, Tell us that story. Yeah, we met uh, because I became friends with his roommates. And at, this was what year? In, at Baylor University in... Junior year. Junior year. Yeah, mm-hmm. our junior year. And uh, I was there for a little bit of summer school, and so were his roommates. And so I became friends with them, and they kept talking about this California roommate that they had, and that piqued my interest. And <laughs> um, he came back after summer, and we just kind of hit it off, and... I was still hanging out with his roommates and he, yeah. yeah. We're lucky That's too it. that like I was, I lived with three of the same guys for all four years of college and, and now the four of us and our spouses have all become super close. Mm, and so great. we get together like once a year and, um, but it is kind of funny to think back on how we all met and who was, you know, talking to who and all this sort of stuff. And right. then the way it, it yeah. shook out, everyone's got the the right one and the, the perfect spouse. And, right. uh, but, it, but we're fortunate that the, the eight of us are still tight and mm-hmm. try to get mm-hmm. together and now try to get our families with kids and everything mm-hmm. together as well. Does so. everyone have kids in that group? Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. we're what, five, seven, like nine kids amongst oh, them, 10 the maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I might yeah. be losing count. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's cool. It's uh, a really special friend group to have started all as friends as mm-hmm. like friend group and then split off into couples and then <laughs> right. all that see history. where that took us. Yeah, yeah. 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 we have yeah lots of history, mm-hmm. lots of good stuff to tell their kids yeah. in the future. Exactly, <laughs> plenty of stories <laughs> yeah. on one day. <laughs> yeah. So who pursued who? Uh, I'd say I pursued Emily. I, I think so. I mean, it was like I don't know immediate kind of connection I feel like between the two of us and um uh and just kind of I don't know I don't feel like there was like this huge pursuit I don't remember getting shot down too much I feel like there was a mutual (laughs) attraction from the beginning but I might be making that up I don't know I think it was pretty mutual because I like I said they kept talking about this California roommate and I thought that sounded like a pretty good deal so I kind of wanted in on that I had to pretend like I surfed and did all these different things you know (laughs) because you don't surf (laughs) I did it a little bit growing up but not as much as maybe the stories I told when I was in Texas so (laughs) that's so funny I thought you were a beachy guy yeah Yeah. exactly I like it but (laughs) isn't that funny it's funny to think back about that now I know Mm -hmm. I know that I think that people think that because you grow up at the beach that you are a surfer my kids don't surf you know we don't surf (laughs) I'm sure that was your guys expectation when you and Paul moved from Lubbock I thought the kids would probably learn to surf and you know Morgan had no interest in going in the water very much and and um, Micah took a few surf lessons yeah but it never really stuck. Right. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Which is fine because, you know, 
the ocean can be a scary place. So. Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun having. Too, yeah. uh, I enjoyed this last summer getting to the beach with the girls and Kennedy. Mm-hmm, yes. It was like the first couple times down, I was very nervous about it, and then right. by the end of the summer, it was like she was sprinting in. Like, Whoa, what is mm-hmm, this? You yeah. know, you're three, four years old, um, yeah. but it's you grow up here. It's want to mm-hmm. take advantage of it. We're so fortunate yes, to live yeah. here and have access to it. So. I'm hopeful they'll enjoy it. To what extent, who knows? But like, it's definitely something that we enjoy and want to do with the mm-hmm. with the girls as they get older. Mm-hmm. Right. Even just walking on the beach is such a privilege and yeah. a treat. Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Paul and I were walking on the beach the other night, and here it's like, what month is it? January, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and and we just can't even believe that it's warm enough to just go walk yeah. for miles. That's what we on New Year's Day this year. It was like I want to get up and go to breakfast down on the beach, right. and and we took the girls to the playground, and like it's January one. How many places are snowed in right now? And I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and playing in the sand with oh, my kids. So we're so spoiled. Very we lucky. Are. Yeah. Although snow's fun too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, when we were walking on the beach, it was pouring down buckets of snow in Spokane, Washington, where my kids were uh-huh. going to school. Right. So, of course, we had to FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta send it to Hey, them. guys. <laughs> what are you doing Thanks, right Mom now? and Dad. Really Here appreciate it. Here we are. It. Show us your outside. <laughs> <laughs> Mike good. is, like, in his dorm. Oh. <laughs> under the covers. <laughs> Anyway, I digress. We're we're spoiled. (laughs) All right. So I know you guys are involved in the life of this church. So uh, share what you guys are involved in, what you guys love to do, what you're interested in. Sure. So I, um, over the years, have been involved in uh, probably a number of different things. Um, Throughout high school, or excuse me, throughout college, I came home every summer and I was a a summer intern for Sunhouse. Uh So I did that, I think it was three summers. There was one summer where... Don't tell Paul, but I failed Old Testament at Baylor, <laughs> and I had to I had to retake it. Um, I remember my mom calling uh, the old youth pastor and telling him she wanted her money back from all the summer camps that <laughs> I went so to because I didn't do well in Old Testament. But uh, anyway, so I interned. So uh, and then that kind of led into when we graduated and came home. I did a lot with Sunhouse, mm-hmm. um, with Eileen, and with Mike um, for a number of years. I got Emily involved in that, and so we did that for a long time. Um, and then as we started our family, I kind of transitioned out of that. And so now I sit on the mission committee, mm-hmm. um, which I really enjoy. I've been to Africa um, three times through La Jolla Press. Mm-hmm. So I certainly have a passion for that and enjoy supporting our mission partners with that. And then the men's ministry, the young men's ministry, um, sit on that committee for men's retreat and some of the other events. And it's fun. I really enjoy it. Like it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like uh, something I have to do. It's something that I enjoy doing. Good. And it's fellowship and it's meeting a lot of fun people and a great way to, to give back and, um, you know, really connect with the church. So that's that's me. I know Emily does yeah. some other stuff too. Yeah, it's been fun seeing how our involvement in the church has evolved, just evolving as adults ourselves yes. since we moved out when we are from college and volunteering at high school ministry. That was really fun during that time. And, you know, we may go back to it at some point, but, um, I now volunteer with the women's ministry and we help plan all the women's functions. And, um, I've been involved in the women's retreat, um, committee at some point. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's fun to see all the different places that we can plug into, um, just outside of taking advantage of those types of groups. Right. right. Yeah. And now we volunteer too on like one Sunday a month with Kennedy's pre- or, uh, Sunday school class. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, to your point, how things evolve. Right. Now we've got the yes. kids. Now we're in there, you know, building Definitely. blocks and doing yeah. crafts and, yeah. and all that yeah. uh, one Sunday a month. So, yeah, yeah. certainly uh, love being involved in part of this church. Yeah. And I think one of the 
big things, too, that we did was we hosted a growth group. And we're not involved in a growth group now. Yeah. But that friendship group, mm. the friendships that have developed out of that group yeah. were incredible. Mm-hmm. And we're still super close to all of those couples. Love and that. Um, so that was fun. Yeah, that group started. And it was when I think the church, had, this was probably going back, uh, what, seven years ago at this point? Seven, eight years. And so, you know, Paul had made a big push saying, all right, we're going to do growth groups. It was, yeah. I think they'd kind of gone away for a little bit. And we said, all right, we're bringing them back. And I remember Emily and I talking about it saying, all right, we're going to do one, but we're going to specifically title this Young Couples Without Kids mm-hmm. because we didn't have kids at the right, time. We're like, right, we don't want sure. these groups inevitably. Newly like, married. If you have it, we don't want you married. talking about your kids yeah, and the diapers. Whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny how things change? Oh, yeah. So, like, and now it's the only sure thing we talk about. The sign-up sheet, was that was the title of it, right? <laughs> yeah, and so that. we had these people sign up, and um, Andrew and Nancy Mettler and Dan yeah. and Andrea Kachura and, and others, and it's been such a blessing to us. And the funny part is, is like we met very regularly for probably what good two years and then all of a sudden there was like one thursday night where somebody said hey i got a prayer request i'm pregnant and then all of a sudden it was like everyone looked around like me too like what (laughs) in the world what is in the water here and uh so that group evolved to uh to you know now there's i don't know 10 kids amongst the the, yeah it's crazy and it's just so fun because we've all have kids we all had kids at the same time Mm -hmm. we all had second kids at the same time except for um, Breen and Gatlin, they laughed yeah. us. They yeah. have three. <laughs> I love yeah. it. But uh, that, well, yeah. that's true. I mean, that was very special and yeah. a lot of fun and friends that you know we'll have for life amongst right. that group. Such yeah. a great community. And, yeah. it's, and it's just a hard time right now to get back into the growth groups because of kids. Right, exactly. And you have to figure out childcare. So it's nice mm-hmm. having formed those friendships first mm-hmm. and you know being able to rely on them as a support system is so mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's so great. great. I love that, and, you guys. Yeah. And, well, again, we'll hopefully figure out how to get back into yeah. growth groups because we enjoy it. It's now just, it's like one, yeah. you know, maybe every other month we get together for a barbecue or do right. things like that, right? Yeah. More kid-friendly instead right. of the weekly thing. and. Um, but still intentional about getting together. And now it's like men's retreats. Like those guys are my roommates and guys that I know are coming and women's, yeah, ret- you know, it's like you true. find other ways to connect um, now that we can't meet as regularly because yes. of the little kiddos running around. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in 10 years you'll be in a different stage and in 10 more years you'll be yeah. in a different stage. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll be volunteering and involved with different things, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and that is the great thing is, yeah. is our church there are a lot of options. There are. Yeah, for different stages in life. That's very true. <laughs> you just got to read those brochures. Right. <laughs> read the bulletin. Yeah, yeah the bulletin. Make sure. <laughs> the e-blast. The all e-blast. that stuff tells, tells you what's going on. <laughs> so, uh, Tommy, you grew up here in this church. So do you have any stories or thoughts or anything about how this church has influenced your life? Or yeah, well, life? it's funny. I, <clears throat> I was thinking about that. Um, I can remember when, so when I was a kid going to Sunhouse, there was an actual house that was the Sunhouse. Yeah. Um, probably kind of right where we're sitting right now um, <laughs> on this corner. Uh, so it's kind of wild to see the the transition and the evolution of the church campus um, since I've been here. But, I, you know, Shannon, you sent us a couple of these questions, and, and I thought a lot about that one because I don't know what it was for me that made me – I can't point to one thing that made me stick necessarily mm-hmm. um, other than um, – I've been comfortable here from the first time I stepped foot in Mm -hmm. the door. Um, And I've loved this place. And it's somewhere, uh, you know, Emily and I bought a house last year over in Claremont. But, like, we intentionally, as we went through that search, said we don't want to go too far because La Jolla Press is still home for us. So even though we're not in a spot where we're buying a house around the corner, we want to be part of this community. And um, 
I think about it and I have a lot of friends that I went to Sunhouse with and went and grew up here at the church and they may be going to church somewhere else or they may still live locally and may not go. And it's interesting to think back and say, what was the difference? And I, right. I don't know what that is, frankly. It's a hard question to answer. Um, other than that, um, like I said, I felt comfortable coming in and it became a place that I wanted to be a part of um, and I wanted to connect to. And uh, I think a lot about that with now that we have kids and saying, all right, what does that look like? How do I encourage and help foster that environment for my girls to, to want to do that. And again, it doesn't have to be the church. Like I'm lucky that I came back and this is where I want to be, but just to be a part of a church. Um, and, and hopefully that's something that Emily and I are beginning to do and, and creating that environment for them so that, you know, wherever they may be as they grow up and get older, that they, the church is a place that they want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I wish I could say, oh, it was this one right, thing, right. but I don't think it would be one thing. I yeah. think it was the people. Um, Jeff Holmes was the youth pastor when I was a kid growing up here, and Jeff is married, Emily and I. He's still a close friend of, mm-hmm. uh, of both of us. We were with him and Marcy, you know, a couple months ago, and Brady Phelps was my youth leader and now one of my best friends right. in life. And I think that's probably more uh, than anything. It's probably the people, you know, and and that I was fortunate to be around good people Mm -hmm. um, and have that support from them and and then to continue and have them still be, you know, part of my life today. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just like they showed up for a year and then they were gone. Right. Excuse me. But they have remained. And and so as much as I think of La Jolla Press as the campus and this place, it's also, you know, probably the people that I've been a part of and and interacted with over the years. There is this this odd culture and legacy of mentorship in this church, and I don't know how that started or mm-hmm. or how to you know if someone said to me how is La Jolla Press like that I don't know if I'd be able to tell them yeah I don't know how people feed into each other's lives mm-hmm. and stay there for the long haul mm-hmm. and then and then maybe they're a mentor and then they become best friends like right. you and Brady you right. know yeah. and that's just amazing to me and I feel so thankful that my kids. Uh, grew basically grew up yeah. in that environment, that. yeah, you yeah know, so that they love church and want to be a part and give back. And it's hard because it's like you think about it: the the number of kids that come through here, you can't have that happen for everyone. Right. Like it's just right. not possible. But how do you how do you create that for enough people so that yeah. those people can then continue it? You know, and, and do that, yeah. um, that's why I love when Emily and I got to do the youth ministry together because like there's friendships and relationships that we may have grown apart from mm-hmm. some of these kids a little bit, but I feel like if we saw some of them today you saw Kirsten yeah, like there's right, like a hey let's connect and get back together you know mm-hmm. I have those guys that were were students of mine so um, it's a challenge to to maintain that just in the busyness of life but mm-hmm. there's still that social foundation social media has helped a little social bit social media yeah, has helped yeah, help. yeah. yeah. I ran into an old student at uh, Sprouts and I was like you look so familiar and, it, and I was walking around the store and then it finally clicked and then I was like that's why I was staring at you so weird because <laughs> I thought I rem- recognized right. you and she came around the counter and she was like I thought so too and she oh, gave me a big hug yeah. and I was like this is the coolest right. like yeah. I it's mean it's just nice to still be mm-hmm. be able to have those connections mm-hmm. yeah. yeah definitely definitely yeah. yeah well that leads me into wanting to know a little bit more about your faith journeys you know when when did it stick for you or when did you have that moment where you decided to be a follower of Christ and um, or maybe you accepted him and then it was later on at a camp or something that, you know, sparked a deeper relationship. But share share yeah. a little bit about your story. Well, I'd just say that, I mean, I've always grown up in the church. It was something that my parents instilled in us and we, you know, went every Sunday. Presbyterian or something else? Um, it, uh, actually, a couple different churches mm-hmm. in Connecticut. It was, it was really hard to find that 
that church for us. Right we bet. went to a Lutheran church, a non-denominational church, um, another different non-denominational church. And it was just, there wasn't ever, that's why when, when I came he, to La Jolla Press, it just, it felt like home. Mm-hmm. And it was just so, like, I loved hearing pa- uh, Pastor Paul's talks mm-hmm. and um, how he spoke. I loved the worship music. And then the community was really what I think drove it home and the friendships and the people um, that just made me feel so welcome. Mm-hmm. And it was fun and just something completely different. And it was, it felt like my own um, but so I've always, ha- you know, had been involved in the Christian faith and I think it was kind of just more of a gradual growth of my spirituality and my relationship with Christ and, um, just kind of evolving through, through the different experiences growing mm-hmm. up on the East coast and, mm-hmm. and everything. So nothing drastic, but right. yeah. 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 I, I think mine's. <clears throat> excuse me, similar to, and that, you know, our, my, as I mentioned, our family grew up here going to La Jolla mm-hmm. Press. I mean, I went to, I went to preschool here. Now my kids go to preschool here. Like I've, I've been here for a long time. Doesn't that uh, just give you guys chills? Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. So special. Um, yeah, now I have to pay for it. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Boy, thanks, <Jane>. they do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, I grew up in the church doing the same thing. I had the, the kind of classic, you know, camp, summer camp, um, experience and giving my life to Christ at that. Um, and I, again, I think it, I was just fortunate to be surrounded by good people, good leaders, um, was, was blessed to, um, do a lot of mission trips, whether it was the Sun House Mexico trip every year that I think strengthened my faith and being a part of that, um, uh, or, you know, going to Africa a couple of times, whether it was the first time was, uh, with Jeff when I was a junior in high school and then two Malawi trips, um, just seeing God work and, and moving in those places, I think for me was a big mover and, um, and conviction for me, um, that, that God is real and that, um, that relationship is real. Um, so it, I, I don't think there was like a, some major, there wasn't a major moment for me and, and anything like that. It's, as Emily said, I think both of us are similar in that it's been a gradual. We've, um, we've had this conversation where, um, we just have a, uh, an innate faith. We're fortunate to have that, I right, think. Right. Um, I think both of us sometimes wish there was like, oh, we had gotten smacked in the head and it was like, oh, all right, now we believe. Um, because I think sometimes that could make it easier in some ways, right? Um, but I think we're, we connect on that and that for whatever reason, it's like we, we just we believe. Right, and um, right. I think that sometimes makes it hard to explain why we believe sometimes. Yeah. But, um, you know, again, that's, that's something that is important to us and, and yeah. we've got that faith. Right. I think the nice thing too is just both of our families were consistent about going to church mm-hmm. and that was, Such a um, good point, you know, yeah. I would I th- obviously like in high school, I'd be like, oh, we're going to church again. Like we've got to wake up early on a Sunday, you know, but every time I was there, I enjoyed my, t- while I was there at church and, um, but now being consistent and going to church is also important to us and sharing that with our daughters. And it's been special to actually see that already. Um, I know I mentioned to Kennedy, you know, we we can't go to church on this Sunday because we have a birthday party to go to. Well, why did they plan it during church? (laughs) I don't understand. And she just like couldn't understand why there was a birthday party planned during church. And I was like, that's really cool that you just, you know, Sundays are for church and like, and it just makes it easier to build those relationships too. And mm-hmm. that's how you enjoy going to church and get more out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Such a good point. Because really, if you want your kids to 
have church as a priority and if you want them to go to church and and as adults and raise your grandchildren in church mm-hmm. um, give them the best chance of doing that by bringing them actually yeah. to church yeah. right. <laughs> modeling that totally. yep. in Setting their lives yeah. yeah exactly and it's then, not a guarantee but yeah because when they go model. off to college and they right. have to make that choice start making that choice around then and I remember going off to Baylor and at first, I was like, didn't always commit to going to church, but then I also found the right group of friends, mm-hmm. Tommy's roommates, and then um, then ended up going to church with Tommy, and that going to church for, with or for them was important. So then it was that consistent mm-hmm. consistency there too at college, right. which is mm-hmm. shapes a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think it comes back to to what you were saying that it feels like home. You know, there's something about church that grounds you and makes you feel maybe more like your true self. And, Mm -hmm. and, and I was actually pleasantly surprised when my kids went to college and it was such a priority for them to find worshiping communities and to go to chapel on campus and, Mm -hmm. and they have a worship night that they go to and, and they just find community and joy in those places. Mm -hmm. And, and so I was like, yay, La Jolla Press, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, raise my kids to want to uh, be in church, want to be in that community and to love that community. Yeah. I I have a friend that he and I talk about this a lot where sometimes if I miss a Sunday that my week just feels different and it's, and I don't feel like I love Paul, but I don't like, it's not every week that I get something (laughs) out of, you love Paul. No, no, I I don't feel like there's, it's not every week that I walk away with like some huge revelation from Paul's sermon or worship. Right. But even just the act for me of just kind of showing up being here, Mm -hmm. it seems to set my week up differently. And then of course there's weeks where it's like, you know, you get that, that thing that really inspires you, but, um, somehow, and again, that's where I think we want to model that for our girls is Mm -hmm. saying, Hey, it's just kind of showing up and being there. And, and then you're going to let God kind of speak to you through that. Right. Yeah. Good job guys. So good parents yeah all right just uh winning (laughs) you're learning just kidding no winning Uh, oh winning (laughs) winners (laughs) you guys are so cute i love it so just a couple more questions a little bit more light fun questions just to get to know you guys better um tell us what date night looks like when you guys have an opportunity i know you have family in town so that probably helps a little bit but when you have an opportunity what's what's a good date night for you guys we just really love eating out at restaurants. Yes. I mean, I know that's like a typical date I night answer, but, yeah, we have but um, it's been really fun because Tommy is pretty um, connected within, um, I guess, the re- retail restaurant scene, if you will. See, so like, so keep his... That's- because of my job. Because of work. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a, a hobby or <laughs> well, something yeah. to, to follow restaurants. Okay, fair. For work. Yes, I'm for work. I'm commercial real he's, estate. He I has, need to know a little bit about that. Yeah, he's yeah. got his finger on the, the, the industry, pulse, the yeah, pulse, yeah. the industry. So um, just finding new restaurants and stuff to eat at is fun and having those conversations just one-on-one over dinner. Yeah. Um, we actually typically don't go to movies, even though I love movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. it's just hard. It's, I, don't I remember know. the last time we went to a movie, we went to the lot here in La Jolla, and mm-hmm. I remember, like, we got a babysitter. We're blessed most of the time we have my mom right. can come over, mm-hmm. but we had a babysitter that night. And then the lot, you know, the tickets were expensive. And yes. then and then we sat in the dark and we watched a movie. I remember, like, God, I just spent, you know, 
right. a couple hundred dollars to and I barely to talked yeah. to you. Right. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Um, it was fun. But yeah, yeah no, I, it's fun to go out and right. eat and, and we are fortunate to have help and yeah. folks around to, right. to be able to do that. So I'd, I'd say that's probably Yeah, I'd say more than consistent. date night though that's important to us is we like to take trips together mm. and um, we that's plan great. some outings, just the two of us, mm-hmm. um, even if it's just a night or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. that's we don't important. do too long right now because our girls are still kind of yeah. young, but mm-hmm. a couple weekends a year, we've been blessed to be able to do that. And mm-hmm. I think it's important Reconnect. having that connection. Mm-hmm, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so give us your top three restaurants in town. Ooh. Well, now, <laughs> now you put me on the spot, Shannon. Sure. We talk about going to all well, these cool you restaurants. Have, you but have the pole. You have um, your, the pulse. Yeah, the pulse. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. You know uh, well, you the funny thing is, is I feel like maybe I'm basing this off some of the restaurants <laughs> you used to, but now you have a family, and so you like kind of go closer to That's home. Right. That's right. Um, so so a, lot a lot of the places, great we, places near you. Yeah, a lot of the places we go to are just like nearby, and they're just tried and true. Like mm-hmm. kind of Luce is a great mm-hmm. place in Bay Park, and. We go there, but yeah, it's funny. All the places there. I just thought of were like low key fish shop and PB. I'm like, God, these yeah, people but- are gonna be like, your your finger on the pulse is <laughs> is lacking here. No, these are good. Um, I, the Cucina Urbana down in yeah. Bankers mm-hmm. Hill. That's another one yeah. that we like. Um, I'd say the sushi place on Convoy. What's that place called? Oh, that no, I don't remember special. that. That was great. We did. Yeah. It's like the. Um, Omasaki is what they call it. So basically, it's the chef's um, choice. So you don't you don't pick anything. So you have to be prepared to be a little adventurous. <laughs> uh, it's probably not for everybody, but you just show up and they just it's like there's different you know twelve course or fifteen, but it's just small pieces of sushi. Fun. But it was really fun. We did it for her birthday last year, and um, and some of the stuff they bring out like I, what, I don't know what that is. Like and then arms. yeah, exactly. And then you, you taste it. And you're like oh, that was pretty good. Um, so that's true. We we yeah. both like uh, I think. Uh, uh, enjoy trying new things and having fun with it too. Like it's not like, hey, I just need my you know plain fish taco every time. We'll yeah. we'll get a little adventurous uh, every now and then and try some different mm-hmm. stuff. So Good. yeah, yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> All right, uh, if money wasn't an issue in your life, what would you do? Career wise or not career wise or whatever. I kind of feel like I'm doing what I want to be doing. I don't know. I mean, I'd maybe travel a little bit more, um, but I I think we travel a lot actually for for the amount we travel, and Mm -hmm. um, I'd still want to kind of be involved. Um, I so what I do for work is I do public relations, but I do it part time from home, and so I kind of already have the best of both worlds where I'm not working full time. And I still like dabble in work, and so I, you know, it's not just kids all the time. Right. So, which is um, something that I en- I enjoy just staying in tune with work a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if money wasn't an option, or not an option, an even issue, if an no, issue, no. Um, <laughs> that I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either one, <laughs> that I probably still want to do a little bit of work while. I don't know. Just yeah. to, I wouldn't want to just sit around all day. So. Yeah, right. that's true. Right. Share what you do PR for. So I do PR for mostly consumer lifestyle brands. Right now I work with the Rock and Roll Marathon series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have a client called Pathwater, and they have um, purified water in an aluminum bottle. So they're trying to help mm. reduce single-use plastic mm-hmm. waste and get people, you know, reusing bottles instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah kind of interesting it is it's good <laughs> yeah i think just the travel thing you know and i i agree with emily i think we're fortunate that we get to do 
plenty still, but, um, you know, maybe a little bigger trips, maybe a little farther, um, things like that. And just getting the girls out there and, and doing some of that. Cause I think, you know, all the stuff, like we're going to go skiing in a couple of weeks and you start adding it up, like, Holy right, smokes. Right. And, but I'd love to do that more. I was, I got to do it a lot growing up, but things like that, like the frequency of it, maybe you get to do it a little bit more often mm-hmm. if, if money wasn't an issue, but Would you stay in real estate. I would. I've. I really enjoy it. I. I think. I. If money was an object, I'd. I'd own more of my own real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but no. I. I really enjoy it. I. I'm fortunate that I'm in a role that I'm a, in a, a forward-facing, you know, around people a lot and get to do that, and and I like that. I don't think I could sit in a in a role where I didn't interact with people. Um, I like to talk, and uh, as my wife will attest, um, <laughs> and so it's it's I'm fortunate that I get to do that. I think I've learned a lot, and I think it's really really interesting. And um, so yeah, I definitely probably still be in real estate, but I think just the travel piece probably more mm-hmm. than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fun. So where where's the dream place? that you guys would want to travel at some point with the kids or without the kids? Um, I think it's a mix of both. We like, again, we like traveling, obviously having adult time, but traveling with our girls is important too. We got mm-hmm. to take Kennedy to Hawaii once, which was really fun. Harper hasn't really gotten to go anywhere yet, but she's Second only... Second child, she's you know, fourth thing. She's, she's only a year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. She's so, never left the house. Yeah, um, she's going to get to see snow before Kennedy ever did. That's so, true. That's yeah. true. We'll see what she thinks about it. Yeah. Um, bit, I would think yeah. somewhere like Fiji or Bora Bora or something like that, yeah. right? If Super we were to, tropical. Yeah, go do that. But then also traveling through Europe because we, we got to take a really fun trip with another couple from the church um, to Switzerland at one point, mm. and that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just the one before kids. Yeah. So Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's yeah. a big world out there. Someday. Yeah, I just I want bad girls to see, especially because I lived in Brazil for two and a half years. We I got to travel around. I think um, that just became important to me is getting to see the world a little mm-hmm. bit, different cultures, not just living in a bubble, not expecting everyone to be just like you. Um, right. That's really important to me and making sure things are as diverse as possible, even though it's not very diverse in our little La Jolla bubble, to Southern be honest. California, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so true. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know, you know, Paul's been to Africa a couple of times, and I haven't joined him yet, but I'm hoping that it'll work out for the next trip for me for sure to go with him and the team, and then maybe one or two of my kids. Yeah. You know, be really I'd fun. really love to have that experience, mm-hmm. all four of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the best, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. You can do that. That's, I'd love, my mom has yeah. talked about wanting to go one day, and I think mm-hmm. that would be amazing to, to do that. Right. I haven't been in. I don't know, it's probably eight years now, but uh, but someday to go back and yes. take her with me would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Right. It would be very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you guys have any marriage or parenting tips that you have learned along the way that mm. that uh, would be helpful to share? Have Em? been helpful to you? Come on. She's got, got any, all the you got tips. Anything? <laughs> um, I mean, I think a couple of things is just, um, you know, people don't know what you're thinking unless you say it. So... Mm. I mean, that goes for your husband and mm-hmm. I mean, and vice versa. Like it just, if you're expecting something and it's your expectations aren't met, it's might be because you didn't voice what you wanted. And so I think that's something in our marriage that we try to do is really, um, communicate our needs and have an open mind in receiving, you know, listening mm-hmm. to the other person's needs Um, and we also just kind of keep our needs in mind when we make decisions or like I'll keep Tommy's needs in mind 
-hmm. if I'm going to commit to an event or, you know, a big thing, um, before we, you know, commit to it, I think through how that would affect Tommy. And I feel like he does the same thing for me. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And I think that naturally has led to like, we both feel like we get a a plenty of our own time and our ability to do our own thing, uh, outside of marriage is outside of marriage, outside of, uh, uh, on our own, independently, right. Still married. Um, but like, I, I feel comfortable being able to say, Hey, I'm going to go to the Aztecs game on Tuesday night and, and know that that's generally going to be okay. And that if she would have communicated to me, if she had something going, you know, things like that. So then I'm getting my own time. She has hers and it, and it, we know, uh, kind of when that's needed yeah. and when it's not, and it sets itself it yeah. sets itself up well for that. Yeah, uh, and I'm fortunate I, to have. That. I think it's it. I don't know if or different, but I I just I want him to have his alone time. Right. I want me to have my alone sure. time be and be with my friends, yeah. be with his friends. Luckily, we have like you know the same group of friends too, and doing things together. But I think you know filling and feeding yourself individually is just as helpful as feeding yourself as a couple, feeding yourself um, as, you know, in terms of parenting and mm-hmm. those skills. So there's just, like, so many different areas that you need to... Yeah, and I think then you so, you value that time, too, even more so, right? Yeah. Like you get it. And we don't take advantage it. of it because yeah. I think that's the other big thing is I know he's... I mean, and I, I say he's going to go out. He, he does go out more than I do, but I'm, like, such a homebody, and <laughs> I don't know. I like to stay at home probably yeah, more than he choice. does, and so that's yeah. my choice. But he would totally respect, you know, me going out just as much as he does. Mm. And Right. Um, but I also communicate to him if it's too much. Like, mm. sorry, the girls have been a lot to handle mm-hmm. this week just or today. Like, I'm so run down and tired. Like, I know you have this thing and you were looking forward to it, but I'd really love your help tonight. And yeah. right. That, um, and again, because I get to do it so regularly, most that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I know that right. when it does, when she does voice that, that it's important. Yeah. And it's like, better listen. Because if you yeah. want to do that fun thing next week, yeah, uh, you know, totally. you better show up and be home yeah. tonight. So uh, I think we found that balance. Yeah. Um, I think, like, parenting wise, I don't know that we feel like we have like some, you know, one tip that's helped us mm-hmm. other than I think we both believe that our girls um, see the way we uh, communicate to each other, the way we carry ourselves and our personalities. And I feel like they've taken that on a little bit mm-hmm. um, in that we're both pretty laid back people. And that's, um, I think, been evident in them. And we've been fortunate. Again, this could change drastically because we're only four years into this parenting thing. <laughs> um, but our, we've we've had girls that have been good eaters, good sleepers, uh, all those kind of things. So we haven't, um, again, fortunately for us, haven't had some of those challenges that a lot of parents do. Right. Um, so, you know, I don't think that's forced us to like, oh, what do we need to figure out about this parenting thing? But I think we've just said, look, look, we want to have a laid back approach. We want to have mm-hmm. um, our girls see us model that um, and, and uh, you know, try and be an example for them. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they will kind of follow in those mm-hmm. those footsteps for us. So mm-hmm. and I know Emily's big on the um uh, they had read that book, Discipline Dis- That Connects With Your Child's Heart, is that what it's right. called? Uh-huh. I'm Jim, on page two, so Jim I'm, and Lynn I'm working Jackson. on it. Yeah, yeah and, they're, <laughs> and they're coming to the church yes. on next week, yeah. a week from, wait, yeah, no, on this Friday. Coming. Yeah, this, this coming Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday Saturday. and Saturday, yes. Yeah. So they'll be There's at Mom the, Life mm-hmm. on Friday, and they'll be at mm-hmm. the parenting conference. Yeah, so I, I am not a big parenting or baby book person, 
Um, most of the literature that we've like kind of gone through has right. been through my involvement in mom life, and that's how I found this book. Yes. And it's just, I mean, I feel like it's changed my perspective. And it was, well, and it also it kind of aligned with how we parent a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think one of the big takeaways from that is like how you need to change how you respond to your child because right. they're the ones who are learning how to control their emotions. And um, so if you, you know, if your reaction is big and, you know, right. it shows them that they can't necessarily, or that we can't necessarily handle their emotions. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that makes sense, yeah, but you absolutely. should read the book instead of me trying to <laughs> recap it. No, it's so true. You did a good job. It's, yeah. it's, it's one of, it's, it's really the only parenting book that I've ever read that I've just nodded my head the whole time yeah. and, and, and thought this is so much how I believe people mm-hmm. should parent, how how I tried to parent, you know, it just yeah. is amazing to me how they really do such a good job of totally. explaining clearly. And it's just, it's made things more calm in our house too. Cause I just, I know that, I mean, they're toddlers, they're not going to, it's not going to be perfect mm-hmm. any time, but I know Kennedy like blew up this one time just out of nowhere. She just kind of started being irrational and screaming like normal mm-hmm. four-year-old mm-hmm. behavior. Um, but I, you know, I used the, I was like, thought about the book and I, instead of like getting frustrated with her and that she was hitting or not listening, Mm -hmm. I kind of came down to her level and like, I knew there was something else that was wrong. So I like used the gentle voice and like asked, like said, I'm here for you. Like gave her a hug Mm -hmm. and I said, I'm, you're okay. It's, this is a safe space. And she just, like, her whole, emo- like, her mm. emotion just changed completely. And she just almost started crying because mm. she's, like, I don't know. There's just all these different emotions oh, that yeah. these little kids have. And we're always telling them what to do. Right. I try to think about, like, if I were in their shoes. like They're I would powerless. Get, yeah, right. I'd get yeah. frustrated. Right. People Somebody telling non-stop. me to. Yeah, yeah no. for sure. I think we also try to, like sit her down and talk to her and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. to your point on that, uh, I I feel like I've tried to be more intentional about that and not just saying stop doing that but like come here I want to mm-hmm. I want to tell you why I'm upset with you or right. why you shouldn't be hitting your sister yes. you yeah. know things like that yeah. that to me I'm like come on this should just mm-hmm. click kid what's yeah. wrong with you but mm-hmm. like to try and have that dialogue and again I, I have to temper my expectations because she's four years right. old right like yeah. I get that but um, I, I don't know I, I guess there's a part of me that believes that like a little bit of it registers each time and it like, does let's I just mean, sit down and talk time. yeah, yeah well, to have those conversations oh, so I that think it's we, in yeah. them by the time they're teens. Yeah. I think we over-explain a lot of things, even to Harper, who's a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she just stares at us like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, some, she's, some more to eat. But I think it just is, helps the process, like, in her getting used to us. Mm-hmm. And, that communication. Yeah, Definitely. that communication yeah. in the future. So, again, we don't have it all figured out by any means. It's, it's tough. It's a challenge. Yeah, but, Jim and Lim yeah. Jackson do, so read their book. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, yeah. Em. There's the PR Archive. coming out right there. <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, I yeah. go yeah. on the Saturday yeah. to, the, to the parent conference. Right. Yeah. I'll be there at Mom Life on Friday for sure. Right. Tommy and I may or may not be having our own parent conference We're going to that Vegas conflicted. this weekend. <laughs> Whoops. Uh-oh. Yeah. I know. That we that already happens. had with, with some of the friends from Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Um, that that's we, okay. yeah. You're reading the books. So yeah. yeah, you should still go. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll, you just you, you'll go to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, you guys are great. Is there anything else you want to add before we close? No, thank you for having yeah, us. This, this was, was fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Just that you know, Paul and Shannon are super cool. Yeah. <laughs> or even just I don't know. I just think it's funny. Like people always are. I feel like can be intimidated by the pastor and the pastor's We're wife. We're super but, scary. Yeah, yeah, you guys are. <laughs> 
No, but I agree with what Emily's yeah. saying. That that is one of the, my favorite things about it. You guys are very approachable, very laid back. I think people are like, you know, it, it's there's this expectation of what a pastor is and mm-hmm. pastor's wife and all that, and and you guys are so easy to hang out with and talk to. So we are very fortunate to have you yeah. guys. Well, you guys are very sweet, and I made them say that. No. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can pay me afterwards. I held up a cue card. <laughs> yeah, you guys just can't see yeah. it. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, Gibbs, for joining me on the LJPC Conversations podcast, and thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast has been produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and our wonderful director of commun- communications, Jim Cedric. <laughs>